Enough of, um, Enough of about Eisner techniques. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen and others, welcome back to Articulate. And uh, let's welcome Maeve Hennessy. How are you doing, Maeve? I'm good. Uh, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're recording that on Halloween. Yeah. I'm over it. It's I'm done with Halloween. Yeah, I, I mean, like, generally, like, uh, it, like, or just this year you're over it. Uh oh, just this year, yeah. Because oh, okay. like it was the weekend. Oh, today's true. Monday, mm. and we're drinking white claws. Yeah, we're <laughs> cheers. Anyways, uh, Halloween, I'm over it, and but the thing is, I'm not really over it because I still dressed up for this. Yeah, I mean, because we are talking about the Arctic monkeys. The Arctic monkeys. Tonight, and I wanted nope. to go full in. If I had hair, I would look so much like Alex Turner right now. Uh, yeah, honestly, the the whole fit is uh. I, you know what I like about this fit is that it's a Halloween costume that, like, once you say what it is, it's like, oh, yeah, that is a costume, but also it's a functional costume. Right. Where, like, you can uh, go about your day in this. Kind of like that. Yeah. I mean, I was wearing this without the hat. And right. And then the hat kind of tied it all together. Right. <laughs> um, but I'm a big fan of Halloween costumes that could just be normal outfits. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's eccentric. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, Stylish. Also, uh, it's a little secret that you have. A little secret. No I know one, what I'm dressed as. No one knows that I'm wearing <laughs> a costume. <laughs> right. He. Yeah. He. But we are here to talk about the Arctic Monkeys yeah. because they are an amazing album that just came. An amazing, <laughs> an amazing artist that just came out with an amazing album, mm -hmm. in my opinion. But when did you get into the Arctic Monkeys? So. Uh, I specifically remember when I first heard an Arctic Monkeys song, mm. which was basically all of my music taste mm -hmm. is either from my dad right. or from uh, sharing a room with my sister for like oh, nice. 15 years of my life. Yeah. Um, and we shared a CD player in my room and she would uh, either get like mixed CDs from her friends or there was stuff on, like on her iPod. Okay. Um, that I didn't know, but she had, and one day she like put her iPod on the little CD player dock thing, and I think it was either dancing shoes or, um, uh, bet you look good on the dance floor. Oh yeah, that played, and then from there I snuck into her iTunes library and downloaded her things onto my iPod. Okay, and then I had um like four songs from. Whatever people say, I'm. That's what I'm not. Wow, you on, really remember on my iPod. I know. I don't have like any distinct memories, yeah. except for like music associated memories. Yeah. And I remember that very vividly. Yeah. 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 And four so, of them. You were like, I had four songs from this album. That's yeah. Crazy. And they were all on my iPod Nano, which I listened to on the school bus. Yeah. So that was my Arctic Monkeys origin story. Nice. What was yours? My Arctic Monkeys origin story started as any other origin villain story. <laughs> <laughs> this is my Joker story. With a girl. Oh, boy. Yep. I know. Terrible. Yeah, but I had no music taste besides. It was kind of like the same with me, but like dad music, except my other alternative was, was dad music and then like pop music. Like sure. radio music. Yeah. For a while. For the longest time. And, yeah, and then I met a girl in eighth grade. She was cool. Mine was also in eighth grade. <laughs> really? Yeah, this was this happened to me in eighth grade. Solid age to come upon this band, for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, that's one of the things I wrote for uh, whatever people say I am. That's what I'm not. It's like, it's a banger when you're, like, oh. going through puberty. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But she actually answered. It, it was the same as, like, 2013, so it was when AM was kind of getting big. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but they put, she made me a mixtape. Yep. Next CD, and it had number one party anthem on it. That is, God, we haven't even gotten to AM yet, but that is, uh, that's my favorite song on that album. It's gotta be the best one, right? It's unbelievable. It's just like the the way the lyrics just roll off his tongue, and he's just like, you want to talk about like the leather jacket aesthetic too on that one? Oh Oh, yeah, it's huge. Cigarette, yeah. yeah, What else was on your, uh, what else was on your iPod in eighth grade? My iPod? What were the heavy hitters in eighth grade? Well, again, so it was like, before her, it was like, like, Jay Sean, like, Firefly, you know, yeah, Firefly, you know, it was just like, Lil Wayne, you know, just all the good stuff, and then some weird, like, I don't know, my dad just made, he was like, here's an iPod with music on it, and he like, there were like, kid-friendly songs that he wanted me to listen to, they weren't necessarily kid-friendly, it was like Nickelback and like, things like that as well, you know, pretty basic stuff. Inherited iPod music. Yeah, yeah, but... It definitely, like, opened me up to alternative music a little bit more because he probably likes alternative music a little bit more. I don't know. I've learned – my dad, it's some – the main ones that he passed down to me were, like, Jack Johnson and, like, Bob Marley and, oh. like, you know, he's, like, chill dad vibes. Yeah. Very, very much outdoor concert yeah. vibes. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. What about, what about you? Uh, I mean, besides, like, uh, Arctic Monkeys, eighth grade was a big year for – Music introductions in general. That's when I started listening to the Front Bottoms. Oh, that's um, it. Which was huge. Yeah. It was like the Front Bottoms were eighth grade. And I also started listening to Nirvana in eighth grade. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I I listened to Nevermind like almost every day for a good chunk. Nice. So it was those. And um, I also was, I I got really big into like classic rock. I listened to a lot of Led Zeppelin. Nice. yeah, that's a. Oh, you like uh, what's the the really dad one that you have a tattoo of? Oh, Steely Dan. Steely Dan. Oh, my Steely Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no. yeah. No, that's yeah. That's it's kind of the same thing. I feel like a lot of those bands open you up to a lot more different sounds. Oh yeah. Um, and so like along with that mixtape in eighth grade, there was, uh, got into like Blink One Eighty Two and like The Wonder Years and like um, just some more emo y bandish types you know and number one party at them was also my and band. number one it was a very strange combination sounds but like a good mixtape it really honest. was yeah. yeah no they were listen <laughs> they were it was a good eighth grade romance you yeah. know what i mean it was a it was a fun time yeah going to amusement parks watching fireworks those like halloween haunt things it was a good time i had a fun time that sounds uh that sounds like very teen movie yeah perks of being a wallflower that yeah, was part of the whole huge mm-hmm. oh because that was also the era of that like movie right coming the smiths out. The, yep it was a whole era wow. it was a good era i was a big fan damn well also like i associate the arctic monkeys so much with the 2013 uh like tumblr right black and tumblr. white picture she had she had like a big tumblr like that was like part of the aesthetic it was oh. like mm. Submarine, the the movie that Alex Turner. Oh man. Yup, yup. She that was like her background was like the photos that, of them like kissing. God. Yeah. So yeah. Arctic monkeys. Arctic monkeys. <laughs> uh, the Arctic monkeys, right? Let me just give a little background. They started and got together in Sheffield uh, around 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, they were actually one of the first bands that kind of took the not the first bands, but they kind of rode the wave with like the internet, which was pretty cool. Like how they were able to they kind of. Um, circumvented the whole like you know game yeah. where they just made their own music and they put it online and it got really big so like that's pretty cool mm-hmm. in my opinion 
but yeah, Alex Turner, Jamie Cook, Nick O'Malley, Matt Helders, all very sexy <sighs> men. Matt Helders. Are you Matt Helders. Yeah, very God. sexy man. Honestly, not... one of my favorite drummers of all time. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. Is what made me want to play the drums. They're so the good. The drums are so good. So good on yeah. that album. So He's... whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not. First album, debut album. I think it was the, the it broke the record after Oasis for the fastest selling, highest selling album in the UK. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Isn't that insane? Wow. Yeah, the internet, you know? Yeah. That'll do it. Wow. But the album is like, like busy. You know what I mean? Oh, it's so like there's loud. There's so much happening. Busy? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's great. It's uh, insane that that came out. That came out in 2006? Yeah, 2006. Um, That album is, I mean, it's it's one of my no-skips. Right. One of my no one, of, one of my no-skip albums. True. And the... Uh, the like breakdowns that happen. I mean, I think that the the drums are the best part of that album, and I think that it's where the drums are the strongest. And it's not that the drums aren't strong on any other Arctic Monkeys album, but that's yeah. like that's Matt's land. Yeah, that's his big that's his big moment. Yeah, his big reveal. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's that's very true, and it's like they're so crunchy, like the the drum sounds and wet. You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> crunchy, crunchy and, and wet. wet yeah mm. that really makes me want to listen to this mm, i love a crunchy hi-hat <laughs> mm. no but 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 very 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 like like it's all about and again I, I don't know how you related to it but it's all about like women and like drinking oh. and like you know just like yeah partying Night and clubs. just like fucking let's let's riot type. dude yeah right then even I, though it's not that's a quiet song but that's on the album you know what i mean i um I think Still Take You Home is Ugh. such it's such a good song, first of all, mm. but it's the lyrics are so hilarious. It's one of those songs that like obviously it is like sexist, but it's like a really funny song. <laughs> where he's just like, You're dumb as fuck. <laughs> but I still wanna fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think Which it also exposes hilarious. it is. But it also exposes some truth and it's just like she is that the one where she acts like she doesn't know his name? Yeah, surprisingly, you forgot uh, my name, but you know it. And you do yeah. it. It's like, listen, all right, yes, he's calling her dumb as fuck, but I'll still oh. take you home. But she's also mean, which is part of the thing, too. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's a nice little dance that they're doing of, like, we don't like each other. Right. But we're still going to fuck. Yeah. And I, we know where this is going. <laughs> True. This is, uh, I think that song is really funny, and I think that a lot, I mean, uh, that's what I appreciate. I, I appreciate a lot of things about the album, but I think it's just a hilarious lyrically a hilarious album like from the ritz and the rubble is so funny is that the one where they're like i'm sliding everywhere balls as well as just something to talk (laughs) about story to tell you yeah i always thought he was saying balls flying everywhere and i was just like is this like an orgy thing that he's just like because that's part of the theme too is just like he's like well it was a he just wanted a story to tell, you know what I mean? I, it didn't matter what was happening in it. We just wanted something to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Funny. You were talking about funny lyrics in that one in Riot Van. He's like, he's like, have you been driving, son? He's like, have you been drinking? You don't look old enough to me. And he's like, I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know there was a certain age you're supposed to be. Because it's like, you could, nobody told him. No. Nobody told him, you know? He's just, uh, he's just an innocent little boy. He's just an innocent sir. little boy. They were just feeding him drinks. I didn't know it was, it was bad. I also I uh when I hear early Arctic Monkeys I think of Skins. Did you watch Skins? 
Are you serious? Uh, yeah. You definitely. We had a very similar <laughs> cultural exposure growing up. That skins was the best, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Sid. Sid. Dude. Sid. Sid, Sid is like sexually huge. Really. For my he was the grossest one drinking spoiled milk, dude. Ugh, disgusting. I, I, yeah, I. That's school skin. I'm not like, I'm not necessarily proud of it, but yeah. like when I was a young teen and I was watching Skins, mm-hmm. I was like, no, that's the one. Yeah, that's the one. Really? Yeah, that that he was over the one Chris. That, I thought Chris was oh, like absolutely. All right. Sid was the one who kickstarted. I was like, yeah. 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 Well, that's a certain aesthetic. Oh, for sure. I know. And, and <laughs> oh boy, has it uh, kept going throughout my life. But that was the beginning of like, if uh, if you're kind of a, a softy mm-hmm. with glasses on, I'm probably yeah. gonna like you. Yeah, no, that uh, makes sense. But that was like the the mid two thousands. Did they have an Arctic Monkey song on the soundtrack? Because it was one of those, like, Skins is one of those, like, shows that definitely had a banger of a uh, soundtrack. Oh, absolutely. Know? I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if it was on there. I don't remember one distinctly, but right. I just, like, associate the time periods right. with no. each other. Yeah, and yeah. the aesthetics. The aesthetics, for sure. Cassie. Uh, Nips. <laughs> He's like, why do you call her Nips? He's like... <laughs> you know, talk about sex, like sexist a little bit. It's kind of funny. Oh yeah. Yeah, but it's a show about young people, and young people sometimes are very mean to each other. Having a cheeky cigarette outside a of the club. Cigarette. Yeah, yeah. It, they definitely go hand in hand for sure. The aesthetic, definitely. Yeah. Um, along with that, the in betweeners. You ever watch that one? Oh, don't even <laughs> get me started on the in betweeners. I'm 100 percent sure there's an Arctic Monkeys song on the in betweeners yeah, soundtrack. Absolutely. Yeah. The in betweeners. Um, have you listened to the Maccabees? No. They're like heard of them though. Uh, 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 not in the same vein as the Arctic Monkeys, but like mid 2000s to early 2010s like brit pop rock and there are a lot of maccabee songs in uh the in-betweeners and the in-betweeners soundtrack also uh chock full of bangers right so bringing it back though right both of these shows just about young kids that are just like degenerates a lot of the time (laughs) it's what the album is perfect for that's like doing dumb shit hitting that while you're like 15 doing dumb shit you know what i mean oh It also, like, scratched the itch of, uh, the first time I listened to it, I couldn't do dumb shit, because I was simply in eighth grade. Simply in eighth grade. But it's made you want to do dumb shit, Of course. It, it, like, fueled the fire. Eighth grade, that's when you start getting annoyed that you can't drive everywhere, and you have to have your parents everywhere, because you want to hang out with girls or your friends, and it's just like, or, you know, whatever, women, men, whatever. (laughs) But you want to do shit that your parents aren't supposed to know about, you know? And it's like, can you drop me off here? And then you have to figure out three other ways to get another place. Yeah. And Um, you listen to songs about people being drunk. And at that point, I still was like... I don't know what that means, but I'm I'm vibing with it. Hell yeah, man. Sure. When'd you start drinking? When I start drinking? Uh, The first time I got drunk was like 17. Mm. 17 or 18 maybe oh, okay i i uh smoked weed before i started drinking really yeah so that goes into the degen shit a little bit yeah you know? my high school was much more of a weed school than an alcohol school interesting i don't think i've ever heard that before that's mm. cool yeah that's that is cool 
Um, so I think it could probably play. Well, even sneaking around to just smoke weed. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the, that was uh, my favorite nostalgic like memory is like it being cold out and I'm like huddled up by like a tree mm-hmm. smoking weed out of an apple bong or something. God, <laughs> the, the apparatuses. Mm. Disgusting. Mm. Yeah. The apple was a big one. Yeah. Yeah. The, did you ever do the beer can? Oh yeah. The, the crushed. Yeah. Oh yeah. Were you, were you, Disgusting. were you grav bong kids? Um, I mean, I dabbled, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not fully, but yeah, a little bit. Those are too much for me. They were a lot. But anyways. Yeah. 2006. And then they come out with the EP, whatever people say I am. Wait, no, no. Then they come out with no the EP. Who the fuck are the Arctic Monkeys? Oh, that has no buses? No buses. He's like, no buses! No buses is so classic. Oh my god, no buses. Whatever people say, or, no, um, uh, cigarette smoker Fiona. Uh, despair in the departure lounge. The Ew. Wait, uh, so did this, this EP came out before Submarines? Yeah. Okay. Because mm-hmm. um, I associate like the no buses kind of like sound with the Submarines sound. I could see it. That no buses is definitely more of a mature one for where it came out yeah. in their sound. Because the other one like Cigarette Smoker. <laughs> or like Who the Fuck Are the Arctic Monkeys, you know what I mean? But yeah, no, no buses definitely has some more mature themes in it for sure. It's a great song, the whole EP. So that's another thing I wanted to mention is that like, I don't know, like a lot of their albums come out with EPs that usually have like one or two extra bonus songs that are yeah. amazing all the time. Like it's like why was this not on the album? And then you listen to the album, you're like, well, I get it. But like, yeah, what was the weeding out process? I have no idea. Like, what the like? I yeah the um the. When the Sun Goes Down EP. Right. It's like seven. 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 a great song. Great song. Great song. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah. want to know, like, because there are the songs on the EP that didn't make it to the album. But then, like, besides even the EP, there are probably songs that didn't make it anywhere. That mm. still might be great songs. True. And they don't, like, I've never, there, there isn't an Arctic Monkeys album that has, like, B-sides or uh, it's just, like, the album and the EP. And there's no, like, extended edition. Right. So there's songs floating out in the wind. Just out in the wind that nobody will know. know, And some people just never find, you know what I mean? It's like you're missing out on so many. Matador, Daframe, you know what I'm talking about? Anyways, those are from later later era, I think. But, so the EP came out. The EP did really fucking well. And they're like, we're, like, got all this momentum. We need to do another one real quick. So they did Mm -hmm. Favorite Worst Nightmare, like, immediately after 2007. And that album, I actually, my friend, he's not a big fan, or it took him a while to get onto it, but that one actually hit better for me first before whatever people say I am. That's what I'm not. Interesting. Yeah. And um, it's more conceptual. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely, like, more cohesive as an album. Like, you can listen to it back to front. Actually, that was part of what happened with that album is that, like, when they released it, all 12 songs, I think it's 12 songs on the album, were in, like, the top 200 singles in the UK. Yeah. That's isn't that nutty? Jesus, I um, yeah. when when did that album came out? Like two thousand two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is a very quick turnaround. Very quick turnaround. Big fan of that one, especially like it starts out. First of all, people, I, my friend and I had to point it out to him. It's called br- like Brian, Brian Storm. Storm. He was not like, Brainstorm. It's called Brainstorm, and I'm like, no, that's Brian Storm, and that's it's about Brian a man Storm. named Brian. <laughs> But then it kind of it's because it starts out really really hard, quick pace, loud, and then it gets down. The, that's the beautiful thing about the album is that mm-hmm. it's everything that like the whatever people say I am. That's what I'm not. People wanted to hear, plus 
it gets into like new paths, n- newer paths, 505, um, of course, uh, let's see, the only ones who know, just kind of, oh, do me a favor is actually a sleeper, I think that's like one of my favorites off that okay. one, um, where it like starts out really slow and then gets really, really loud, you know? It's a good build. Good, great build. Great I, uh, build. I didn't really listen to, uh, Favorite Worst Nightmare until, like as a whole, hmm. Until honestly, maybe two years ago. Really? Because like, See, I, it's the same same thing. I yeah. know. I like. I knew uh, the the big singles off of Favorite Worst Nightmare, and then I just kind of went back and was like, you know what? This is the only Arctic Monkeys album that I haven't like actually listened to. Yeah. Intensely, and then I did, and mm. I it was good. Right. Which no surprises there. Yeah. But I really only knew Five O Five and Fluorescent Adolescent for a while. Right. Which the, the classic. The baseline in fluorescent adolescent yeah. is crazy. Oh yeah, it goes crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is? Yeah, Wild yeah. Stuff. That song is uh, bonkers. Yeah, when I um, so I was learning banjo around 2014. What? Yeah, you know, uh, yeah. But I brought that song to ask my teacher to learn how to transpose. <laughs> On the and it was one of the first ones where it was like, yo, this song's crazy. I'm like, yeah. right? It's Isn't good. It's so good. Yeah. Wait, when did you, when and how and why did you start <laughs> learning how to play the banjo? Well, I got in trouble for for drugs and weed. Oh. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. And then they were like, you need to learn an instrument. And I was like, well, I want to learn the drums. And they're like, we're not going to let you learn the drums. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it would be kind of a funny meme to learn the banjo. <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if I learned how to play the banjo? Yeah. If I started plucking along. Plucking along. So then I just kind of picked it up from there. Not good. Well. Do you still own a banjo? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Nice. I could, yeah. I could play it. Oh. At some point. I'm not going to pull it out here on the podcast. <laughs> banjo <laughs> on the pod. I forgot for whatever people say. I'm, that's what I'm not. Uh, Adam Sandler looking at us. Like, dude on the front. They oh, There's actually dude. a story where they tried to do, like, a photo shoot. With that man where he's supposed to look like he's been at a night out. Because that's what the whole album's All about. Right. And they couldn't get it. But then there was like, they were like, all right, just go have a fun night out. Just completely forget about it. And we're going to call you sometime some you know, through the night. And you got to come in for it. And he's like, all right, fuck it. And so they literally came in hungover as fuck. And he wasn't even supposed to be smoking a cigarette, but he asked them if he could. Nice. And they're like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Fuck so, yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. How old was the like band when they put out whatever people say I am? Definitely tw- early 20s. Yeah. Because I, really I am still astonished at how incredible they all look. Mm-hmm. And they must be in their, what, late 40s now? Um, early 40s late 30s late 30s yeah my concept of time is (laughs) unbelievable right yeah yeah yeah. they are seriously like the talent and and just like the sexiness and you know it's insane well that's what i want to get to is like i want to get to the new album but we got we got so much to get through i know goddamn humbug Hum- oh, okay. This is two thousand nine. Humbug. This is this is what I have been looking forward to. You've been waiting for because humbug. I am a humbug defender through really? and through. Humbug, humbug defender. defender. I love one of those. Because uh, <laughs> whatever people say, I am. That's uh, that's my favorite. Mm. That's my favorite of all time from right. the Arctic Monkeys. But humbug is up there. Right. Uh, and there are 
like Secret Door, Secret Door. and uh, Crying Lightning. When I heard Secret Door for the first time, I was like, I've definitely heard this before. But obviously I hadn't, but they just played like such like a classic tune. Like it's just such like a good song that yeah. it's like you know this song and you're going to know this song for forever. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And like the um, the end of Secret Door is so good. Mm-hmm. And there are there's like backing vocals and harmonies in right. some songs it gets uh humbug is like a more it's like a complicated turn mm-hmm. for some songs very, for com- very well it's a very defi- uh, divisive album you know that's yeah. why you had to state, that's why i'm saying i'm a humbug yeah, defender hum- de- defender yeah and i was kind of like it wasn't my favorite when i first listened mm-hmm. to it i'll say that oh god okay. uh <laughs> can on the mic oh no <laughs> but yeah no it was um definitely when I first listened to it, it, it be, because it, it's definitely where they're like, all right, we've basically done two rock albums at this yeah. point. We still have that hard sound, like we still are like the Arctic Monkeys, of course. But let's do, let's do like a little f- spooky, fun, romantic, but also scary thing. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? EP for that one, Frightline Dining Room, my fucking favorite song. But um, yeah, no, the and then like. Like crying like like the I don't I don't know if they went into it like trying to be sp- scary no but it came off very yeah and scary. it ended up that way yeah, yeah, yeah. also and dangerous animals dangerous animals yeah the drums you want to talk about the drums on you were like I don't know I don't know if the peak was whatever people say in this or not because I think the drums they're more contained at parts but they're also I think on humbug. Because they're contained at certain parts, the explosiveness later. Yeah. Also, what came first, the chicken or the dickhead? You know what I mean? <sighs> Classic. <laughs> uh, I feel like each album has uh, a drums moment that really stands out to me. Like sure. on um, Favorite Worst Nightmare, the yeah. drums in House is a Circus oh, yeah. is it, it, it's insane. Yeah. I, yeah, it, it makes me freak out. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so there, I mean... I, I think I just said that the drums on whatever people say I am was my favorite because that's what made me want to like play them. Okay. That was the big yeah, album more, where more I was like. It's more of a nostalgia like, favorite. Oh, then, yeah. Like, you think maybe Humbug is like the best drums? I, I don't know. No, I mean, maybe. Album. I don't know. It's, yeah. it's hard because they, like, uh, as we'll get into later, mm-hmm. they get into like a different sound or different style right. and a different pace right. that is different. But you can't say, like, if one is necessarily better because it's just completely different. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's very – it just accentuates different parts of their talent. And I think these ones, they kind of let loose on Humbug and whatever people say. That's what I'm not a little bit. And it's awesome. Humbug Um, is nuts. Humbug is nuts. Great one. Then it goes into this era where Alex Turner goes off and does – the Last Shadow Puppets mm-hmm. project, which I love, um, uh, with Miles Kane. And they pick up two people who are like, they're kind of like story tellers. I forget what the term was, but they're kind of, they, they add a little bit more of a full sound. And you can tell that Alex was very, very um, like influenced by what he did. Yeah. And this is where then Sucking and Sea Era comes out, as well as Submarine, same year submarine soundtrack yeah same year same year first solo project and suck it and see Mm -hmm. again like uh top album all of their their albums have been top albums uh of the uk 
um, when they came out. But Second City, I never really was a big fan of, to be honest with you. It kind of just blends together to me. Yeah. There's like Brick by Brick, which is the meme song. Brick, yeah, Brick by Brick. Okay, and, Spangled um, Shalalala. And uh, That's Where You're Wrong. I love that song. Really? Uh, one of the things I was thinking about today when I was thinking about the Arctic Monkeys uh, mm. was that they know how to close an album. Oh, yeah. Every last song on an Arctic Monkeys album oh, yeah. is uh, like one of the best songs on the album yeah, and yeah. uh it, it always they always kick it off or not kick it off i guess close it out with a bang right um yeah because like when i was looking at the track list i was like a certain wow. romance oh yo oh what's that song is insane favorite worst nightmares 505 humbug is uh not cornerstone no corner i will i think cornerstone's in the middle of the album oh, okay Jeweler's uh, Hand? Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's Jeweler's Hand. That's a good one, too. Yeah. That's a banger of a closer. And then it's That's Where You're Wrong. That's Where You're Wrong. Yeah. yeah that's a, it's kind of a ballad, you know what I mean? It's a good ballad. But like I said, I'm not the biggest fan, so if you want to, I mean, it's, it's a good song. Yeah, I but mean. It, I feel like the whole, they kind of just blend together. I think it's a highlight really. of that album, that song. Fair. Yeah, it's but fair. I also agree that, that that album doesn't, it doesn't pop for me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I think this is kind of a, a lot of where the departure from their like raw hard sound started as well, because um, again, those other projects and like uh, you know that album in itself being not as accentuating drums or really like I mean, brick by brick is kind of hard, but not really, you know. Yeah, I also like I, I feel like there is this like realm of uh like kind of british pop rock mm-hmm. that is in a similar genre of like going out to to get drunk and uh see the ladies and smoke cigarettes and, yeah. and uh then they started to break out of talking about that yeah. constantly in songs true yeah and i guess this is kind of where so with that is like part of the the, the mature maturity of yeah. the Arctic Monkeys starts coming in a little bit and they start to, I mean, you know, they're not in their young 20s anymore, you know? Yeah. So it's like, all right, now, I feel like that's part of life, you know what I mean? Your young 20s is like, ah, oh, I'm out in the world having fun, doing whatever, fuck it, bitches, drinking, <laughs> you know, whatever. Well, that's what's fucking, uh, what, what really is crazy about uh, listening to them throughout a pretty good chunk of my life is that when I started listening to them, I couldn't do anything. Mm. Um, and I am still listening to them, but like now I am the age that they're talking about in their songs, right? which is really weird. Yep. Cause I'm like, it, it's just, it's weird to have started so young. And now I'm like, Oh, now I'm drinking beer and, smoking cigarettes yeah that's where we're at yeah that's that's weird (laughs) (laughs) definitely i i i and that's what is so great about it though too because it's like oh now i can re-listen to this with like a different understanding Uh and really just like dive into it a little bit more and i can be like so true (laughs) so true uh (laughs) anyways which is why i'm actually interested to get farther down in their discography as well um but after that that was 2011 2013, baby. A.M., uh, baby. We know. <laughs> well, A.M., baby. We know what happens. We know what happens in, in 2013. A.M., do I want to know? Yeah, god damn. Oh, I have another very specific memory. Yes, very ma'am. specific. So, uh, this album came out, and I was taking uh, exams mm. in the winter. 
because yeah. I believe it came out in January. Right. And I was waiting for the bus, mm-hmm. like not the school bus, but like the the city proper bus. Mm. And it was freezing, and I had underdressed because I would always do that. And my mom would always be like, "Maybe you're gonna be cold," and I'd be <laughs> like, "I don't care." Um, you were too cool for I, I know, but then I literally would be too cool because I would freeze my ass right. off. True. Um, and I was waiting at the bus <laughs> <So> stop. <laughs> I was waiting at the bus stop, underdressed. Mm. Um listening to AM for the first time while the bus was 20 to 30 minutes off schedule. And I was just standing in the intense howling wind and frigid cold. And my, I remember like curling my toes so intensely and trying to block myself from the freezing whipping wind. (laughs) Wind. And, uh, listening to Arabella. Yeah. Um, And that was the only good part of that whole experience of sitting <laughs> sitting at a cold like, bus stop. This song fucking God damn this song goes. Yeah. I'm so fucking cold, but this is really good. Yeah. Well that's cool. At least you got that silver lining. Yeah, I have that very specific memory. Yeah. Yeah. I think I was coming from an English exam. Yeah. If I recall. An English exam. See, it's a very like um nostalgic album, I think, as well, with number one party. Like I, there's so yeah. many specific memories of like just driving down like this one certain road past like Dairy Queen while like Mad Sounds is on. Oh yeah. And I'm just like, Dang. yeah, so good. Where are you from? Where did you go to? Where'd you grow up? Uh, Ohio. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, you look more like an Ohioan right now than I look <laughs> like an Ohioan. A.M. Also the leather, uh, the leather, leather jacket, jacket face. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I think a lot of their mainstream. I think this is really when they became really big in the U.S. You yes. know what I mean? Because Do I Want to Know is almost like a commercial song where they like had it on the back of like a Honda. Honda. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Something also, like that. incredible music video. Uh, which one is that? It's the one with like the line that like. Oh, yeah. That like dances around. Yeah. True. They definitely put a lot of marketing into this uh, this one as well. They knew they probably knew it was going to be big, oh, you know? Yeah. Well, it's the Arctic Monkeys, you know what I mean? And it's the like AM. new sound that sounds fucking banger. Still a lot of guitars, you know what I mean? But a lot more balanced. Yeah. Um, where very, very loud and soft and the lyrics are very prominent. Um, a lot more about love, I would say. Um, but in a more mature way where it's not like, let's go out, fuck a bunch of women and get drunk or whatever. In a, yeah. in a way where it's like... I have these fucking feelings for you, dog. Dude, it gets. I was gonna say this. It gets sad. It gets sad. I mean, there was like a touch of sadness in other places before, like on Humbug, like Quarterstone, sad True. song. Very sad. Um, good song. Uh, good song, but sad song. <laughs> and then this is just like uh, kind of more full tilt sadness. Yeah. Um, also, I hate to interrupt, but I have to pee so bad. Oh my god. I know. I'm the worst. That's okay. We'll get back to it. Yeah, after a short break. <laughs> after I pee, or else I won't think about it. Where's my sponsor?